Alana JLo. Richard Hammond. <laughs> I am a little bit scared. Why? I just used your water purifier yeah. to put some liquid into my bottle water. that I use when I'm over here, right? It's water, yeah. It's water. Yeah. But I'm wondering if there are any demons in the water. <laughs> no, there's nothing in the water system. Should we say what that's in reference to? I don't know if we should go into it. <laughs> I think we should. Uh, so first of all, I'm not scared about that. That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll just I'll just say it in a nutshell. I love my mom. She was just here for a few days. But she's got some weird um stuff that she believes in that is definitely out there for me. There might me. there might be a touch of mental illness. I don't know that I, I mean I don't know that she's mentally ill, but I I think that she um uh gets too caught up in the signs and wonder stuff. Um, I, I, I am not caught up in that. I, uh, had questions about that a long time ago, so I wasn't completely sold on it, but she's really into that stuff. And she's like into stuff that I'm just like, what are you talking about? Anyway. So um, you're playing with something right now back just so it's a, why we know what that is. Yeah. It's on my shelf here. But I am not familiar with the term signs and wonder. Signs and wonders? Yeah. Well, you know, the, those evangelists that you've probably seen on tv that say things like if you buy this water and sprinkle it on such and such and pray over that then yeah. you can get such and such dollars uh -huh. and it's it's the signs and wonder stuff is also part of the kind of lumped in together with the prosperity gospel stuff okay because your mom is becoming a uh what denomination was it the pentecostal right she's a pentecostal she, she's been now. she's been in the Pentecost with the, the you know sort of like the um, Pentecostals for a while. Um, I used to go to this uh, this church called the Foursquare Church, which okay. is a Pentecostal denomination. They're not quite as crazy as some of the other Pentecostals, but there's still you know there's still some stuff. Um, and, and to be clear, you've left the Pentecostal movement. Yeah, I don't know that I was really fully in it. I okay, mean, I that's was good. I was a I was attending, I was a member of a Foursquare church for about, you know, I was in, I was into the Foursquare church for like, uh, uh, give or take 16 years, but I wasn't. <laughs> no, give or on. take 16 years. No, 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 that no, sounds no, like no, no. Let me explain. Let me explain. She used to go to one in Hawaii. Yes. And I would attend. I wasn't a member. But then let's see, for about eight of those years. I was a member of another one, but they were not, I mean, the Foursquare Church is not like super like holy roller stuff that the Pentecostals are in. But they're, they're kind of like a, a spinoff. So if it's we have, like they're, they're kind of like the Fraser to Cheers. I don't know if I would compare it like that. Okay. Uh, it, they, they, you don't, you can't compare them to sitcoms, but but the beliefs all funny. They're they're definitely an off they're they're definitely an offshoot of it. Yeah. Um they're within the Pentecostal Pentecostal denomination itself. And then the Pentecostal the Pentecostals have, you know, sects of their own, like 
the oneness Pentecostals, the the holiness stuff, the, and then you have um, the ones that are really into uh, snakes, which is kind of weird to me. Um, uh, it's yeah, she's yeah, she's kind of into the like the emotional stuff about it rather than the you know, I think she's missing. I think I think she's really missing the spiritual stuff out of it. I've met Pentecostals before, so a point of reference. Yeah. My great grandmother on my dad's side was Pentecostal. I think and I know where that one is. Yeah. Well, you don't really know much about her. Not much about. But her. she's obviously my grandfather's mom. So my grandfather came up in the Pentecostal church. Yeah. If I remember right, but he you know left that because uh, he's he had you know sanity before he got older and got dementia and when i was living in hawaii yeah actually the guy who turned me on the shroom was really nice guy i almost said his name and he told me that he used to be into the pentecostal church which surprised me because you know we, we did shrooms but uh, do we have to talk about this part of it this was years ago before i knew it was illegal and we used to listen to a lot of hip-hop music together. And one day he's like, oh, yeah, I used to be involved in the Pentecostal church with my wife at the time. And sometimes I'd go to these meetings and I'd get, like, really high beforehand. <laughs> yeah, it's really like shocking something you stuff. should be admitting. So, so, but hold on, this. <laughs> For a while, I thought that that meant that the, because my grandfather wasn't as liberal as me, but he was pretty liberal. Uh-huh. Like... He voted for Obama for president. Now, I know Obama isn't super liberal, but he pretended to be when He's he was still, Okay, let's go on, please. Okay, so until I met you, I kind of thought that while Pentecostals were like nutty Christians, I thought that at least on politics, they leaned very far to the left based on my grandfather and my buddy from Hawaii. Yeah, but that was just two people, though. I know, but they're my two point of references to this community. And then, of course, we discover that they're like most nutty Christians. They're conservative. Ugh. Oh, what's up for? What's up for? Oh, tickle war? Tickle war? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right, all right give right, me enough. a kiss enough, so enough. we can certify uh, the truth. Okay. Mm. Okay, let me, let me explain. Go ahead. It doesn't matter whether you're a Pentecostal or not. Um. Uh. I think general, generally Christians in general lean very conservative. I agree with you on that. But um, the denomination itself is uh, has a lot of issues, and a lot of it stems from. Uh, let's see. Um, I think a lot of their beliefs kind of go back to. Um, uh, you've heard of the chakras, right? Yes, and that's something that's been co-opted by the New Age movement, too. Okay, so part of it is kind of a mixture of that, but the sh I think it goes deeper with the, um, maybe not quite with the chakras or anything, but mm -hmm. they they really thrive on emotions. They They thrive on their emotions, they feel like, oh, well, if, uh, and, and what they do, if they have, if they go to like, um, a big gathering, what they do is they'll use music 
to kind of set the mood and it will keep on repeating and repeating and repeating. And then you've got people falling on the floor. Um, Speaking in tongues also is a thing, right? Yes, it is. But their their way of speak their their idea of speaking in tongues is very very questionable. Well, I would make the argument that any form of that is. But keep going. Okay, you need to give me commentary. Okay. Um, th their their way of speaking in tongues is very questionable. Um, their idea of healings are very very questionable. Um, and they and they take this because uh, they take this to mean that. Uh, what the apostles did um, in the first century church is still happening today. Um, not that I don't think that mir uh, God can perform miracles, but I do think that the way that he performs miracles is not through people anymore. And God probably doesn't really want to perform miracles. Yes, either. he does. Oh. Bubs, like I said, don't put your foot in your mouth if you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Who says that you know what you're talking? Hey, hey, no tickle tools. Oh, oh, no tickle tools. Well, Bob, you're making declarative statements, but you don't know. Neither do you. Yes, I do. Are we having a tickle tools or not? Ah, tickle tools. I give me a kiss. Oh, it's not real. <laughs> that's what God said. And I'm being no, that's, good God boy. That's what Rick said. All right, well, give me a kiss. That's not real. <laughs> mm. <laughs> But anyway, um, um, I think my mom is really caught up in that, and my and uh, my other my my sisters got caught up into that, um, and it's um, it's I think it's it's very concerning to me. Let's say what happened on Monday. Oh my goodness! I meet you someplace. It was the last minute thing, but I I showered and was ready for the day when you called, and we go with your mom to grab lunch. And it was very nice. He paid for lunch. Yeah. And I kind of think she did that so we'd pray. But anyways. No, she didn't do that because... Ah, Bubs, oh, okay. are you seriously... Seriously? Yes. Are, are we um, going to do this? No, 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 no. So believe this, say what happened, babes. Mm. I love you. We get our food. And <laughs> first of all, what I thought was funny is you started eating before praying. Which no, was, no, no. Because I... I um. I, I th oh because I think I I think I I said what why did I do that I think I um forgot to for a second yeah and I, I I ain't hating on you babe so I'm just pointing that okay, out okay well I I think I for a second I forgot and um then your mom I, asked you to leave us yeah like and I yeah okay whatever okay go on we pray and then you're I'm you know starting to eat this burrito really good burrito by the way and my and our taco salads. I didn't have a taco salad. Uh, me and my mom had taco salad. Okay. And your mom just starts talking. You know, there's demons everywhere. And I knew this couple with the haunted house. And you really got to be careful about these demons. And they're everywhere. And your mom also speaks in a low voice. So I'm like, concentrate. She doesn't talk that low. So I'm like concentrating on my food, but also like trying to like listen to your mom as she's telling me about all these demons out in the world. And Her voice isn't that low. It's pretty low. It's not as low as yours. My voice is, I mean, she doesn't talk loud. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so she, so her voice is quiet. Yes. Okay. And so well, she, well, go ahead. Well, she did the same thing before we got on the bus to um to go to the place that we are going to meet you at, mm -hmm. and uh she was just talking to me about um that she has this ability to 
smell uh, that smell and odor on people that have bad spirits, which I thought was very weird when she told me that the first time, which was a while you know a while back, and she was explaining that um, the people she's been around while she was smelling this odor, they wouldn't smell it except for her. But then every person she claims that she smelled this odor would tell her stuff. But I guess my question would be, well, the, I think the reason why they would tell her stuff is because she's a, she's a listener. She likes to listen to what people say. Um, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that she has this ability. So it's very, it's very questionable. Um, I, I do love my mom, don't get me wrong, but I, I think there's some things that she that she believes in that are really like way, way off track than anything that I ever was taught. So it's just... I'm curious about something. Uh oh. What? Okay. Recently I've become fascinated with the idea of a group of people that Christians think are going to hell. And it's not, you know, gay people who are just trying to live their lives and be good people. It's not uh, caring atheists. It's other Christians, right? Like, I, within the last month, I could tell that my interest in this has become more and more. And I actually think I'm going to write a poem about this because it's, it's, it's fascinating to me now. But I know that you are somebody who believes, how do I want to phrase this and not get tickled, that somebody should believe in your exact form of Christianity if they don't want to go to hell. So it's not just that you want them to uh, believe not, in... Not in my Christianity. I'm talking about the Christianity of the Bible. There's a difference. Okay, but you don't just want them to believe in Jesus. You want them to believe in the version of Jesus that you believe in. And so my question would become to you is, do you think your mom's soul is at risk? No, I don't. Really? Okay. But there are some questionable things that she thinks about that aren't uh, to me aren't very healthy, mm. spiritually healthy. No, oh. I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe she's condemned. I mean, she, she's, um, she, uh, you know, she told she told me that she believes. Um, I think she's going to be judged for these beliefs, but I don't think she's going to be. Uh, I don't think she's condemned for all eternity. I hope not. Mm. There are some people that uh, that claim that are professing Christians that have questionable, even more questionable um, activities or beliefs too. So that you also think are going to go to heaven. I don't know. Okay. Those those are. I mean, I'm just talking about my mom, but there are other people that would say that they are, but they act differently during the week. Um, and it could be anybody. It doesn't, I don't, I'm not thinking of anyone specific. So somebody can still be a Pentecostal, Pentecostal, I, I can never speak, and still get into the good place. It's called heaven, bubs. Okay. Oh, oh, well, oh, well, um, that is, yeah, they can if they really are, if they really are saved, yes. But how do you become saved if you're a Pentecostal? Well, the Pentecostal is just a denomination, Bubs. Right, but there's a lot of den denominations that you don't think are going to heaven, though. There are some. There are some that I would I would question um, as to whether they really are Christian denominations. But Pentecostal is one of them. Um, they. I think it is, but I'm 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 not saying that anyone who claims to be a Pentecostal can't get into heaven if they're 
uh, that, that they, they still can't. I just don't know why they would be going. I just don't know why they would still be a Pentecostal. So it's kind of like when we went to the concert, which we're going to get into in a little while, and we had nosebleed sections. Yes. We still got into the door, but we didn't get the front row seats. I mean, in our case, that actually turned out being good. I wouldn't call it that, bubs. Like your mom is in like, she's still in the, the heaven, but she's in like the last row. Or in the middle. No, section. no, no. I, I wouldn't compare it to that. But okay. It doesn't matter how you get. It doesn't. It doesn't matter where you get into heaven if you're a Christian. That's the fact that that you're there. There's no first, second, third, or last row. Oh. It's not like you're going to be picked last. Nice. To get on the team. <laughs> no, it's 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 an all in it's an all inclusive. It's an all well. It's it's an exclusive thing. If if, um. It's it's an exclusive thing, but there is no like first, last, second row. It's not like you're going getting into a concert hall. Nice, because I know like Mormons believe there's different versions of heaven, not different versions, but rather different levels. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Mormons believe there's different levels, and their idea of Jesus is very different, and the Catholics' idea of um, Jesus and Mary are very different, and then. Um, the Jehovah's Witnesses are really far out there, so I wouldn't even count them as Christians either. Oh. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, yeah, it's very odd. I was hanging out with a friend of mine yesterday who's ex-Mormon, but mm -hmm. he grew up in the church. And he was telling me, unless you're like a, just a real asshole, you're going to end up in heaven. But That's you might not get to be in like the top spot. Yeah, unfortunately, that isn't true. Well, you told me this is what he <laughs> but, was talking about. But, but I believe I he, took the... He wasn't necessarily saying that this is what he believes now, but he was saying that's what he was raised. I, I, I was listening to this no, program and learning. I... learning. Yeah. So you were speaking in Rick speak. Anyway, um, and so I was listening to this... Um, I forgot what show it was. And this guy, um, who was not a Mormon, asked a friend of his, uh, so, uh, do you think you're going to get to the such and such level of heaven because his friend was still a Mormon? And mm -hmm. he goes, no, I don't think so. And, um, a, a lot of Mormons that he's talked to has said that they don't think that they can obtain, um, enough good works to get to that level. It's, it's very sad actually. It's, yeah. Um, but if they still getting into the good place, you know, we, we can have a discussion later because, there that that is very questionable i and listen i'm coming this with the perspective of somebody who is open about the fact that i don't know what happens when you die i could easily believe that nothing happens and you just go into basically just no longer being but wait a minute i think we got off on, on the weeds here because you're talking about you were talking about christians who other Christians would think would go to hell? Or yeah, like like you're one of those people who I've talked to and you said, oh, this person may believe in a form of Jesus, but they're still going to hell because it's I not never said that. Well, what about the Catholics? The Catholics, I, I don't think that... Well, a person... Okay, so let me, let me explain this to you and I'll try to clarify this. Go ahead. A person can still get saved if they're a Catholic, but why they would continue on in the Catholic Church... I don't know why, because I honestly think that the Catholic Church is very evil. Let me rephrase the question. By the way, I agree with you about the church, but I disagree with you about individual members. And that's partially because I've known some awesome Catholics and you know this. But let's say somebody dies and they're still a Catholic. Mm -hmm. You think you would assume. I well, Let me. I, I can't. Okay. I cannot 
assume or uh, say that this person is going to go, go to hell because I can't have that ability to judge whether the person does or not. But what do you think? If you... No, Bubs. Okay. I, I can't answer that question. All right, all right, all right. That's fair. It's it's between them and... and it's be, If they don't have a relationship with with God, it's between them and God. I can't, I can't tell them they're going to hell. I might have to go back to writing poetry just so I can do a piece about this. Because it's interesting to me, the the exclusionary thoughts of some Christians, but... But, wait, okay. but, but um, I think that if you take all the religions out of it, mm -hmm. all those denominations um, that are, that are questionable or not, uh, God is a very exclusionary God. Yeah, it really sounds like it. Th that's right. And there is no bones about it. And there, and that's why uh, there are people that, that struggle because um, that, that's why there are people that struggle because they can't understand why God would have a different way of seeing things. And they want to see things as gray. And there are things that are black and white in some areas. Okay, so now we're getting into an area to where we very much disagree. I see the world as mostly gray, and you see the world as very black and white, with obviously some exceptions on both of our sides. Um, and again, I don't know if there is or isn't a God. And if there is, I don't know if it's a Christian God. But it seems to me, and now this is a no-tickle zone. <laughs> Above, this is my house. I can, I can tickle if I want to. Oh, well, so can I. Remember that. <laughs> it seems to me that if the Christian God is real, mm he's -hmm. kind of a snob. Why so? Because there's so many people that he just doesn't want into the good place. Well, no. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. You're, you're, you have an assumption here, but you haven't... You haven't been around enough people that are very strong in their faith, have, and you've only have, a, and you've only been around maybe a few, but you haven't, ha you haven't been around. Um, I'm guessing you haven't been around a lot of men that are very strong. Well, one of my best friends it, it has a lot of faith uh, and goes to church multiple times a week. Now that said, he is a Catholic. Okay. No, he's uh, not into kid touching. I, at least oh I hope not. I don't think he is. Well, 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 yeah, but you, you are assuming, you're assuming. If he is, I'm glad I met him when I'm an adult. But keep going. Oh, so I keep going. No, but I mean, maybe this is something you should study because there is a there. I believe that there is a a reason for God's exclusivity, mm. but that doesn't mean that He doesn't want anyone to go to heaven. Because in the Bible, it says He doesn't want that anyone should perish. There's several scriptures that talk about uh, God not wanting anyone to perish. So for you, for you to say that um, that He doesn't want anyone, He doesn't want a lot of people to go to heaven is is actually not true. Okay, it, but you could see where I, it would seem that way, considering all the and, stumbling blocks. And you, and if that you God want, allows. and if you want, yeah, but but like I said, this this requires a lot of studying. This requires a lot of reading, because. I don't know how to weed. Um, but I, I could read it with you. Oh. Um, you know, this is, this is, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Bible teacher. I'm not a Bible scholar. I just read it a lot. And I can only um, share with you the knowledge that I've gained from reading it. So I'm not 
and, and if and if there is any questions that you have, which I'm sure you'll have a lot of questions, then I can help. I can help look them up. But I'm I'm not going to say that I'll have all the answers. Yeah. Um. In fact, I would suggest that uh maybe you should contact some pastors. Really? Yes, I do. I don't think I'd get along with those people. Yeah, but if you don't, yeah, but how would you know in, until you uh you you try it? There are are there any really like cool pastors out there? Yeah, but bubs. Go ahead. I don't want you to contact some hippie pastor. It's going to tell you what you want to hear. I actually want you to contact a pastor that's actually strong in the faith that will actually give you uh stuff that you really need to understand because they they want to answer questions. They want to answer people's questions. I and I would make the counter argument that you contact uh pastors who tell you what you want to hear because you like that fire and brimstone life. Mm. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Oh, oh, don't do that. That hurt, folks. Oh, sorry, what did I do? Oh, uh, I'm being against you. Sensitive, honest. sensitive place. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, babe. Uh, Give me a kiss. Mm. So, I mean, I can make that same argument about but, you. But wait a minute, though. What's wait up? a minute, though. You're... Uh, I mean, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe not a pastor. Okay. Maybe it could be somebody else, but, but I would, I would um, challenge you to, to find, uh, I don't, I'm not sure how though, because um, you only have like, you only know a few, uh, a couple of guys that, um, one is, anyway, the one, 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 uh, most of my friends are not religious yeah. and there's a, a couple of exceptions, but they're the type of exceptions that Alana doesn't agree with. One is questionable, has questionable activities and the other one is kind of questionable too, but wow. Uh, okay. But I, don't, I mean, I mean, I mean, granted, I've only met this person once. Yeah. He seems like a nice person. He's a great person. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. I don't know if they're the best examples. Gun to my head. I do believe in a higher power. I don't necessarily believe in an afterlife and I don't necessarily believe that that higher power really, really cares about. Are us. you, are you at least up to learning about whether it is? Well, I'm an agnostic, so I'm open to all ideas. Okay. But I doubt that I could ever become, and when we said this many times, I, I highly doubt that I could ever become a Christian. I think you could. Mm. I think you could. I mean, that, you know, even, even the worst of the worst have become Christians and they've completely changed your lives. So to say now that you couldn't is uh, you're playing with fire here. I just don't see myself like hating gay people. Wait, 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 I, wait, hold on, hold on. So you're you're making misconceptions again here. Oh. You're 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 making declarative statements. You're assuming that all Christians hate gay people. You're also assuming that um all Christians condemn people to hell. Yeah. That's not true. You're but but like I said, you haven't spent enough time around other Christians. Mm. That don't feel that way. And you haven't spent enough time studying what the Bible actually says about uh, how believers should treat other people that are not believers. So, oh. so, so, so you can't make those declarative statements like that. Interesting. Yeah. You're not exactly, uh, you know, you're, you're in some ways you're kind of being judgmental. 
Oh, of course, I am judgmental. I'm human. But what I'm saying is it seems to me that most Christians have a lot of hate in their heart that they don't want to deal with. So they use religion as a mask so they can hate without some but people, and hide it in love. Some Christians do. But yeah. not all Christian not all Christians feel that way. Okay. I think the majority of Christians don't feel that way. And the rest of the world expect Christians to be perfect. You see? The rest of the world that aren't that um don't um espouse those beliefs think that all Christians should be perfect and we're not perfect. Also Reading a book, how would that prove to me that heaven is real? Right? So I could believe in a God. I could believe in heaven, but I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know why there would be a heaven. You know what I mean? I, I don't see like a... Well, and I, that doesn't mean that there's not. Okay. Because I did have an out-of-body experience. With that doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Well, because... And, and let, me, let, me, let me ask you, were you actually sober when you had this... Out-of-body experience? doesn't matter. People have had out-of-body experiences all the time, regardless of whether they're sober or not. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that they've gone to heaven and back. Right. I'm willing to admit that what I experienced could have been an, a, a, a hallucination or could have been a heavenly experience. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. And being open to meaning to saying that I don't know means that I'm open to the idea that there is no heaven and there is no hell. And that after this, there's nothingness. Right. Yes. But you could be completely wrong about that, too. I could. But that's the other thing about being an agnostic is all I'm saying is I'm open about the fact that I don't know what happens. Okay. Yes. I'm not like an atheist who says for sure when you die, nothing happens. I just don't know. Right, right. I used to be an atheist, but when you grow up and you... You learn about some things. You you do a few things. Uh-huh. You uh, expand your mind a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. All right, give me a kiss. Calm down, Tickle Monster. You're the Tickle Monster. <laughs> Who keeps starting these Tickle Wars? <laughs> Bubs. What? You're distracting. What? Really? Yeah. How? Because you keep tickling me. Oh, well, maybe yes. you dissolved it. What if we study agnostic literature and you become agnostic, Gabes? Um, no, Bubs. Mm. I've already made up my mind. But you were allowed to change your mind. God, let me put it to you this way. God did give you a brain because he wants you to use it, presumably, right? Yes, exactly. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to... I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I, there, there's just some things that I, I would rather not read. Oh, because you think that it might open some doors? No. Okay. Why because not? I know the truth and I don't need to read that. See, that's a declarative statement that a lot of people make that it doesn't upset me, but it's very confusing because I've heard so many people over the years say they know the truth about God. And it's not just Christians, actually. It's, I've known Jewish people who've said that. I've known New Age people who said that. And whenever somebody says to me that they know the truth about God, it kind of makes me think that there's some uh, misconceptions there. Really? Yeah. But also, again, that's why I'm agnostic is because I, I have a problem with saying somebody knows definitively the truth about something. 
Especially as big of a topic as this. But what do I know with AHA? Whoa. That's, uh, you don't know much about that yet. Uh oh. But at least you're willing to admit that. Yes. Speaking of questioning religion, babes. Uh huh. Last weekend, yeah. I got around to watching the two part documentary on HBO called, I think it's George Carlin American Dream. Uh huh. It was really good. Mm. I was a little bit concerned because it was produced by Judd Apatow. Yeah. And and he didn't, you thought his kids were going to be in it? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually going to tell you a story about that after the George Carlin thing. Yeah. I did think his kids were going to be in it, one. And his wife. And his wife. I'm, oh. That's just my phone. I'm not a big fan of his movies. I love yeah, the cable guy, but I, that's pretty much it. I uh, So I've only seen the cable guy once, and I've told you more than a few times that I didn't really care for it, but I've only watched it once. Um, I do think that it is good that he um, has his family in the movies just because you know how some some famous people, when they don't have their wives or, or family in the movies and they end up in crazy situations? <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. I to but, me that makes it feel like he's hiding something. I don't think he is. Okay. I I don't. I mean, I don't. I would agree. I don't really know much about his movies, and I, you know, I mean, could he do one without the family, the the wife and kids, his wife and kids? Maybe. That would be nice. But I I I will say that I commend him for putting his family in there, just because I've heard so many stories about actors that that kissed a different woman. Um, other than their wives, and they got into some serious trouble with that. But he's a director, though. Yeah. Okay. He was giving an interview a couple months ago, and they were asking him, oh, your daughter's in this new show, and you're not involved in it. Like, that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, okay, maybe he's not the producer on this new show she's on, mm -hmm. but I'm sure the people who work responsible for that series thought to themselves well if we cast judd apatow's daughter in it that'll make it easier for us to work with him in the future and she got acting ex experience because he puts her in everything right this is rick's opinion of course yeah yes uh but anyways the george carlin documentary was really good i am a hardcore fan uh-huh I remember listening to his comedy albums in the late 90s. I also watched his TV show, listened to, watched a lot of the comedy specials. Did he have a TV show? I don't remember. It's called The George Carlin Show, and it was on for maybe two years on Fox. Okay, I don't remember that. Back one. in the mid-90s. Okay, I must have missed it. Yeah. It wasn't the best show ever. Yeah. But as a little kid, it was passable. Right. Of course, he also played Rufus in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Ah. What else did I like him for? Oh, and I read his autobiography mm. or memoir that came out shortly after he died. Mm -hmm. So I already knew a lot of stuff about him. Yeah. And I've seen his daughter give different interviews. Uh-huh. But the documentary was really good. There was a lot of stuff I didn't know about. Like, for example... I didn't know that near the end of the 70s uh -huh. that Cheech Marin basically said that George Carlin was predictable and not oh, interesting. Wow. Really? And that basically lit a fire under George Carlin's ass to try new material. That was new to me. There was some cool footage of George Carlin and Richard Pryor 
on some TV show in like the early to mid 60s before both of them became controversial. Was it was it like the Ed Sullivan show? No, it was some other show. I don't even know the name of it. But that, it, yeah, because Ed yeah. Sullivan had so many, um, you know, singers and uh, I'm sure he had comedians on his show. Yeah, and I believe George Carlin talked about Ed Sullivan on the AMFM album. Oh, well. I think that's the one he talked about him on. Oh, well. But in any event, I and I kind of thought that his stuff in the 80s was a little bit too preachy and maybe even going into the early 90s. But at some point, he became really, really good. And... I knew this before watching the documentary, but it was good to be reminded of it. He said that he didn't find his voice as a comedian until the jamming in New York special in 1992. Oh, wow. Now, by that time, he'd already been in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and he released, like, I don't know, 10 comedy albums before then. Oh, wow. So to hear somebody like him say that, I think is really inspirational. Wow. But he also talked, or they talked in the special a lot about his troubles with the IRS. Oh, wow. And I knew that he had issues with them, but I didn't know how deep it went. Uh Uh-huh. Like, his manager used to get a call from somebody from the IRS every Tuesday after George would do a gig saying, how did we do this weekend? Mm Mm-hmm. And when his first wife was dying in the late 90s, George Carlin still had to go out into the road. Yeah. Because their stuff wasn't paid off yet. Oh, and she was sick. Yeah, at the she, time. I think she was dying of liver cancer. Ooh. Yeah. It's not good. It was very good, the documentary. Wow. Yeah. Did he talk did it talk about like his relationship with his parents and Yes. It said that his mom was domineering. Uh-huh. Oh. He didn't really grow up around his dad. Oh, okay. But I knew that before. I didn't know that his mom was domineering though. Wow. And they actually showed a clip of her. On some talk show in the mid-70s. Wow. Yeah. And how did she come off as being... She came off as okay on the talk show. Yeah. But the daughter, his daughter Kelly... Yeah. Said that his mom was too much and that she would also feed the neurosis of Kelly's mom, George's first wife. So, like, one time... She's supposed to come out to stay for two weeks, and she yeah. ends up staying there for a couple of years. Oh, jeez. And George's first wife st- uh, struggled with alcoholism in the Uh-oh. 70s. Yeah. And the daughter made it seem like uh, George's mom would come and say, you know, he's such a bad son. He's not treating you right. And they mm-hmm. just, like, drink together. The the mom and uh, his mom and his wife. Yes. Wow. His wife goes into rehab. Yeah. Comes out, calls George before she comes home and says, I can't go there if your mom's there. Yeah. So George Carlin, like, immediately takes her to the airport. At least that's what the documentary made it to. Wow. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knew that the, the mom was very toxic mm-hmm. to her, towards her. Exactly. Wow. That's crazy. I really recommend this documentary. That is really crazy. Are you a George Carlin fan? I don't know much about his stuff, although I I know people that like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember that one sketch he he called that a uh, uh, wonderful wino. Yes, was it on the AMFM album? That might have been on that. That was kind of that was a really funny sketch. Yes, yes, yes. Wonderful wino. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'd love to listen to some of the stuff with you sometime. 
Uh, yes. I even like his last couple comedy specials. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I know a lot of people, it's not that they didn't like that stuff, but they thought that they didn't really pay attention to him in, in the same way uh-huh. because he was kind of just like an elder statesman. Yeah. But I think, what are they? Life is worth losing and it's bad for you are his last two specials. Uh-huh. And I think they're brilliant. I think they're really top-notch. Ah. Uh. So I'm a fan. It was very good to watch this. Parts of it reminded me of myself. <laughs> I bet you were laughing hard. <laughs> yeah, because they play a lot of clips. I read an article talking about the special. And this I don't think this quote is in there. But his daughter said something like, my dad wasn't the type of person who tried to solve the world's problems. Mm-hmm. He was more the type of person who would hang out uh, by himself for a couple months and then try to say something that would impress people. Uh, and that, in a lot of ways, sounds like me. <laughs> right. Yes. Eh. So, highly recommend it. Do you think that's something you're going to watch one day? I don't know. Maybe. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get to Judd Apatow and his kids. Okay. I thought we were over that, but okay. No, no, no. A couple years ago, he did a documentary mm-hmm. on Gary Shandling. Uh-huh. I'm a big Gary Shandling fan, are you? I only remember his show when I was a kid, but and it was on Fox, but that's all I know about him. I didn't go far with him. Yeah, that was it's Gary Shandling show. He used the Gary to Shandling show, yep. Guest host for the Tonight Show. Yeah. He did the Larry Sanders show, which is really good. Uh-huh. I don't think it's as good as people say it is because yeah. some people say that that's the best sitcom ever made. Okay. I would not go that far, but it, I do enjoy that show. The, the Larry Sanders show? Yes. A lot of people have said that. Okay. But it is really good. Okay. And he, if you've ever seen his stand-up comedy, yeah. which I've seen before the special, but the special has a lot of it in it. Yeah. He's very funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I watched the special... And Judd Apatow, like, talks in it about how, oh, I knew Gary Sandling so well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, two minutes into it, he shows a picture of Gary Shandling with Judd Apatow and his family. Uh-huh. And I, in my head, I'm a cynical asshole, I know. I just said to myself, ah, this is his way of crowbarring the family in here. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's a, you're a cynical wig. Oh, my goodness. I'm just being honest there. Cynical ham. Oh, it is. My name's not Sam. I know. I it's not. <laughs> uh-huh. But if it was, I'd call you cynical ham. Oh, I liked the George Carlin special more, but the Gary Sandling one was pretty good, too. It was too much of Judd Apatow, though, because oh. it also showed him on camera interviewing people. Yeah. So here's an interesting Gary Shandling story. Okay. On the Larry Shander show, I think he's married the first season. In the show. In the show. Yeah. And the woman who played his wife was engaged to Gary Shandling in real life. Oh, okay. They break up and he fire, fires her from the show. Oh, okay. that's not good. Now, this I knew before. But this was going to happen. The special. Yeah. And... I knew that she sued him and won, but here's what I didn't know. Yeah. I also knew that he had problems with his manager. Yeah. So apparently when she sued him, 
because of the nature of the lawsuit, yeah. Gary Shandling started looking at his financial records yeah. and came to the conclusion that his manager was skimming him out of money. Oh. And that started like a 10-year lawsuit between oh, him and his manager. That's not good. Now, this becomes more interesting because his manager was Brad Gray, who later went on to run Paramount Pictures. Oh, interesting. And I think he died from natural oh. causes as well as Gary Shandling. Oh. Different times, though. Okay. And so so he settles with the girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And eventually things settle with him and Brad Gray. Uh-huh. A couple years later, it comes out that during the Brad Gray lawsuit, yeah. they had hired some private investigator who had a history of spying on people by tapping Whoa. their phones. Wow. And... Gary's friend said in the documentary, you know, Gary always thought that somebody was tapping his phones. Yeah. And we all just thought that he was a little bit paranoid because of the law lawsuits. Uh-huh. And then it came out that this guy actually recorded thousands of hours of Gary on the phone. What guy? The guy who uh, his, um, his, manager? his ex-manager hired. Wow. Yeah. His ex-manager hired. Wow. Or his ex-manager's lawyers hired, I guess. That's and the crazy. guy... Spied on other celebrities and ended uh-huh. up getting 15 years in prison. Ooh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. That's not good. It's crazy stuff. That is crazy stuff. Yes. Wow. So whatever happened to the um, the audio that he recorded then, is it, was that destroyed or? I don't know. They played like 10 seconds of it wow. in the special. But I'd love to just sit That's down and a... listen to thousands of hours. Of I don't know that Gary, Gary would want that out though. Talking. Yeah. I don't know if he would either, babes, but okay. I want it out. He did. Okay, did, so did Gary Shandling die of natural causes? He died of a heart attack. He had health issues. Yeah. Apparently, there was problems with his thyroid. Oh. He got it removed. Yeah. But because he waited so long, a oh. tumor started growing on his pancreas. Ooh. It wasn't cancer, but they still had to remove it. Yeah. And he, they said that he could have died during that operation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but he died later than that, obviously. He did, yeah. He lived like another five years or something. He was in his 60s? 66 when he died. What was this? In March of 2016, he had a heart attack. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh. So when he did the Gary Shandling show, he was well into his 30s then. Something like that. Yeah. And he was a longtime meditator, all that stuff. And he was friends with Bob Saget, so. Wow, that doesn't surprise me at all, actually. Uh Oh, I personally think that Gary Shandling is more talented than Bob Saget. I would agree, and I don't know much about Gary Shandling, but every time I think of Bob Saget, and I know people have said that his uh, stand-up comedy stuff was really, well, some people thought it was dirty, but I just can't imagine him doing stand-up because he was so corny. Yeah. He was corny as, you know, I understand why he was corny on Full House, because it was a family show, but... He was even cornier when he wrote for um, America's Funniest Home Videos. And I'm glad that um, eventually uh, Tom Bergeron took the gig. Oh. Because uh, he just was not good at that show. And then and then Dave Coulier was on another show called America's, America's Funniest, Funniest People. People. Yep. That was I, right after America's I liked Funniest it better people. than America's Funniest Home Videos, yeah. to tell you the truth. It was a lot funnier. He also did with some country singer, right? Dave Coulier? Uh, Tawny Catan. Oh, Tawny Katan, okay. I think she's an actress? Yeah, she dated Jerry Seinfeld for a while. Did she really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tawny Katan. I don't know what else she did, but um, uh, 
But I honestly, I always thought that Dave Coulier was much funnier than Bob Saget. Wow. And it, and it, and it, I think what really helped him was his voice, the the voices that he did. And I thought it was pretty funny. Now too. remember, this is a no tickle zone. Okay. He used to get blowjobs in movie theaters. Dave Coulier did. Are you sure that it was? I know that she didn't just talk about him, but she talked about somebody else too. That line was specifically about him. Uh oh. Yes. And he used to go, Whoa. Yes. Bubs. What? This is oh. no tickle zone, babes. What? No, it is a tickle zone because I. Oh, the, uh, well, let's not do it because we don't want to know. Not right now. Not right now, babes. Well, good for Dave Coulier. Yeah, he's much funnier than Bob Saget. Oh. But I am sad that Bob Saget died the way he did, though. Yeah. It, it is very sad. Um. Anyway, yeah. It's very sad. Yes, yes, yes. Babes. Yeah? I have watched the first three episodes of the new season of The Boys. I thought we were going to talk about the concert. We are going to talk about the concert. Okay, okay. We can talk about both. Okay, well, no, no, I just wasn't sure when. And there's like a plane flying overhead, so it's going to make some weird noise. So you watch the three next uh, episodes of The Boys. The first three of this season, because yeah. they're the ones that came out. Yeah. I was a little bit questionable the first half of the first episode. Yeah. But then it got really good. Yeah. And so far, I'm really enjoying the new season. Yeah. They used that Britney Spears song in it, though, Hit Me Baby One More Time. Oh, my goodness. It's the most creative. Because I, usually I don't like that stuff. I, 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 I'm I not a Britney Spears fan, so I could care less about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very creative use of the song. Oh, really? And I liked it a lot. We haven't gotten to this episode yet, but the actress who played Kimiko says that at some point this season they're going to do a musical episode. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What was she? Is she um, a Japanese actress? I think so. I don't know for sure, though. So she actually talks. In real life, she does. In real life, she does, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about seeing a musical version of The Boys? Um, I don't know. That, that just sounds weird to me, but maybe that could work. I mean, the, the it just seems like The Boys is just such a serious show in some ways. Yeah. And there are some, like, very little funny parts, but it's very serious and, you know, it, it just doesn't seem like a show that would be musical. <laughs> Every time I think of a musical show, it's just, it's it's usually a fun show. Yes. So I can't imagine the boys being um, a relaxed and fun show for the entire thing. It's. Are you yeah. glad that they use Hit Me Baby one more time? No, uh -oh. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't even like the song that much. I, I don't, mean, e I don't like Britney. Spears I, I don't like Britney Spears much anyway. I, I think it's just too popish, and you know, this is, this is like, I was never really a Britney Spears fan anyway. Nice. So, I went to high school back mm -hmm. in the day, and I was dating a girl. Yeah, that was a Britney Spears fan. She wasn't a hardcore fan, but she listened to them, Backstreet Boys. I remember one time. Yeah. yeah. I let her borrow the Tone Loke CD, yeah. Loked After Dark. Yeah. And she lends me a CD of Next. Next? Apparently, they're a boy band. Oh, I don't think I knew who that is, and actually. She doesn't listen to this. Okay. Well, I'm assuming she doesn't. Yeah. I never listened to the CD. <laughs> I just thought I did. Okay. Yeah. But okay. it was, you know, it was one of those groups. I mean, so. Yeah, go on. Go on. Well, I was going to say. 
I'm bringing her up specifically. Yeah. So you go to a party on Saturday night. And you you don't meet this ex-girlfriend of mine. Thank goodness. (laughs) So here's here's something weird, babes. Yes. Okay, so this is a bit of a tangent. It's weird. So she reaches out to me like a year ago. Yeah. No, it's probably like eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. Because it was in like October. It wasn't quite a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we have this back and forth on Facebook. We hadn't talked in like 20 years. Uh Uh-huh. And she told me back in the day, hey, never call me again. Right. Yeah, which is really weird. Uh, I respect people who do that, actually. No, no, no. But that she called you again afterwards. Yeah. But anyways. So last year she reaches out to me and we're having this exchange and it seems like there's some unclear stuff. Mm -hmm. So I say, and I cleared it by my J-Lo, hey, let's get together and, you know, hash this out in person so there's no hard feelings and then we're... Even if we don't agree, we both know where each other is coming from and, you know, all that stuff. And then we can go our separate ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, cool. And then she uh, 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 put me on ice. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. I don't know. I was thinking about that. Like, why do that? Yeah, but then she, but then you said that she had some kind of a health condition that prevented her from doing a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, but that was like months ago. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she still has it. Yeah, she could be. I mean, it sounded like it wasn't. It wasn't fun. Yeah, it did sound like that, didn't it? I don't think that. I. I. It didn't sound to me the way that you're explaining it that she put you on ice just to put you on ice. Okay. Like you know, just was completely. You know, I. I don't think she. I don't. I didn't sound to me like she was lying about that condition. Nice, nice. I don't think she was. I don't know. What do I know, babes? Yeah. But it just seemed like a little bit weird. Like I don't know. But anyways. We, you thought that you might run into her. Yeah. And I would have been completely fine with that. Of course you would. But I wasn't at the party. Yeah. You didn't run into her, but you ran into a couple of her friends. One of them, anyway. No, two of them. Oh, I was two of them, yeah. Two yeah, of, yeah. Two of them. Uh, tell me about this experience. One, uh, it sounds like you were glad you didn't run into my ex. Two, yeah. did I come up? Three, do you wish you would have been... You would have spent more time talking about me, especially since my ex wasn't there. Bubs, go ahead. The, well, my world does not always revolve around you. Let me, me let me just start by saying. Well, that. it doesn't, but it's better when it does. Keep going. Um. Well, I'll just say that out of the three of us, that your name did come up because I did bring you up a couple of times, nice. not for the whole entire night because I told you that. Right. But it sounded like one of them. Is uh, still hiding the fact that she is still obsessed with you. Nice. And at, the, at least that's what I gathered. And she actually said it around her. Um, <laughs> she she said it around people that she shouldn't have said it around. I'll just say that. Oh, so here's the question I have for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking out loud. What? So my ex was not there. No. I, I mean, we, we, we've already... We've already established that. we already established But it. my ex was friends yeah. with the with the girl whose party it was back in yeah. the day. Yeah. And she's the one who you think uh, is not over me. No. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I'm wondering, and, I, and I, maybe I'm giving myself too much credit. Yeah. But do you think that the reason my ex wasn't there is because maybe uh, the girl whose party it was... Uh, didn't invite her because she wanted new information on me and the ex could only buy, uh, give her stuff from like 99. <laughs> oh. But you you could 
gives a provider with new material? Um, no, I, I think maybe she's just not friends with her anymore. Oh, okay. That's what I'm gathering. I mean, she's still friends with the other girl. Nice. Okay, so anyways, but enough about me. Let's talk about me. Tell me more about this party. <laughs> Did you say enough about me? Let's talk about me. Yes, yes, go ahead. <laughs> so you're at the party, and the girl brings me up. How does this happen? Well, okay, so I brought you up a couple of times, obviously. And she, oh, well, okay, so she's the one who brought you up first. Yeah. Because I think I mentioned to her mom or somebody at the uh, at the party that, uh, that she knows you. And then she goes, oh, are you still dating Rick? And I probably said yes, because, you know, that's and and I didn't want to, like, make a big scene like, oh, why are you keep asking me this? Yeah. And, um, and she said, oh, OK, that's cool. And so we're talking and all that stuff. And the her other friend is acknowledging that she does remember him. And that, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 And uh, but then she goes. Oh yeah, I used to be I used to be obsessed with your Rick at one time and and um and then that was after she said, oh, I don't know why I didn't invite him. And and she said, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, that's okay, it's fine. And I, I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting the both of us to go just because, you know. Yeah. Um Yeah, so and she and so but but I got the impression that she was kind of going on about him, about you, That's about fine. saying like, "Oh, um, you know, I don't know why uh, I used to be obsessed, and I used to talk about him and say, oh, yeah, there's this guy named Rick,' and blah blah blah." And I'm thinking, okay, first off, why would you even mention that <laughs> in front of the people that are there, especially since uh, her boyfriend was there. She he was she was he was right next to her too, Bubs. I was. Nice. I was sitting across the table from them, and he was right next to to him. And I'm thinking, that had to be. I don't. He even was right know. next to her. She was right next to him. Go ahead. He was right right next to her. And I'm thinking, I don't know if this guy is paying attention, but if my boyfriend said that about his ex girlfriend or somebody else, you know, a girl that he used to like and. Whatever it was, yeah, that would make me feel very, very uh, uneasy. And in fairness, me and this girl just had phone sex, nothing else. Bubs. Okay, sorry. Keep going. You didn't have to mention that, Bubs. Sorry, but we never like really went. We went out on one date, but that was such a weird thing. Anyway, she she wanted. I'll, I'll just say it like this: she wanted more to happen with Rick, and Rick wasn't having it. Yeah, let's say say like nothing happened on that day. Nothing no, happened no kids. Nothing, nothing, nothing. No hand-holding, nothing of that. And I was the one who uh, was uh, the virginal one on the date. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm still virgin boy. Bubs. I've never even kissed go on virgin boy. Bubs, you just kissed me a while ago. No. On this on no, this episode. you're remembering it wrong. I'm virgin boy. No. I've never even held hands with the girl. Yes, you did. Okay. You held hands with me this morning. Okay, that was this morning. <sighs> so, anyways. So... <laughs> but the other one didn't bring me up, but you talked to the other one. And you also you also brought up the fact that we were going to a concert. Uh, I, I brought up the fact to her, my friend at the party, that we were yeah. going to a concert. That, and then we were going to the concert the next day. And she's, I got the impression she's heard of these people, but she doesn't know their music. Now, we should also say that she is not 
an American-born citizen. She was raised in a foreign country and didn't come here until she was a little bit older. Yes, no, she did. Yeah, that's right. She she was raised, yeah, she was raised... In a, in a country where they don't necessarily have the type of music that we have here in America. They do. It's a very different culture there. They, well, it is a different culture, but... Um, and she's from... Can I say she's from Canada? You can say she's from Canada. And, uh, but the Canadians know a lot about the music in the U.S., so mm. there really is no excuse. Well, she doesn't. Yeah, I mean... Th- uh, okay, I got, I got, I got to do a teasing thing. I'm sorry, I have to say this. Go on. But she doesn't know. She doesn't know uh, who who Phil Spector is. That's crazy. Um, and a lot of the stuff that I like, she always says it was. She always says that the things that I like, the the music that I've I've told her I liked was boring, which I never understood why. Um, she thought Simon and Garfunkel was boring. That's crazy to me. I know. And my question would be, because she's she would be like, oh, I don't know why it just seems so blah the music, whatever music it is, and I, and and honestly, I would think to myself, is it because you might have a blah taste in music, and it's not yeah. the music itself? I don't know. And um, she didn't know who Mew, New Edition is, and that's like one of the um, earlier uh, pop groups. Of the 80s and 90s. She didn't know who they were. So, I mean, yeah. One day I should ask her um, specifically about some of the, like, the jazz stuff and the blues stuff. Ask her if she listens to Muzak. Yeah. And if she doesn't know what that is, then I'm going to be like, wow, you don't know. (laughs) Well, you should should have said something like, oh, you should enjoy this music. Rick likes it. I <laughs> <laughs> no, Bubs. Do you do you want do you want me to open another can of worms? Oh, go. What happened? No, I'm just kidding. No. Oh, no, I'm not a can of worms. But do you do you want me to open the floodgates? What happened with the floodgates now? Well, no, because then a, a, a flood of emotion will coming back will will come back to her. Oh, and that's she'll true. She'll be like, oh my goodness, he does. <laughs> well, I don't think so because she doesn't like my taste in music. Uh, you may not know this, babes, but when I was in high school and middle school, I loved rap music. I knew that. Oh, okay. I knew that. You told me many times. And <laughs> she, let's just say I don't I don't think that she listened to a lot of rap music. I don't think that she liked it yeah. at all or that I would bring it up. Yeah. And I didn't even remember that I talked to her about rap music until... We go on that weird date a couple years before I met you. Yeah. And I said something about, I think this wasn't that long after I saw Ice Cube live. Uh-huh. And I, it, I think it was that. Yeah. And I bring up Ice Cube and she's like, oh, I, I, oh, I remember you were in a rap back in the day and, you know, all this stuff. Didn't you say that one time she called you and she asked what you were doing and you were watching some rap thing on TV or whatever? You're close. Like, you're close. I know what you're about to say. Yeah. What had happened was I'm also a big fan of comedy. Yeah. In case you didn't get that from the documentaries I've been watching. Mm-hmm. So I used to watch A&E for that show Biography. It's a great show. Is I it, did like that show. It, I did like it too. Yeah. 
And one night they're doing a biography special on Richard Pryor. Mm. She calls up and she's like, what are you watching? And I said, I'm watching this thing on Richard Pryor. She's like, who's that? And I said, he's a great comedian. He innovated the craft. You know, he got arrested for his art. She's like, Rick, no one cares. I'm like... Obviously, somebody cared if they're willing to like make a documentary. About exactly, him exactly. Just because she didn't care. Exactly. <laughs> Why couldn't she just say, "I don't know who this guy is"? That's cool that you're watching it. Yeah, and she asked me what I was doing. Yeah, it's like I'm watching. Did, well, I'm guessing that the conversation didn't last very long afterwards. I don't remember. Probably not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. Um. Anyway, yeah, so she did bring that up, but she also said that she um, was in the process of uh, releasing some songs out, which I think is kind of cool. That is kind of cool. It is. Yes. Yeah. And um, if you find them, uh, I'd like to hear them. Well, wait a second. Is she going to do a release party for this stuff? Like I did it, it didn't when I did seem, my EP? It didn't seem like she was in the... It didn't seem like she was talking about it. So I think she's going to record them and then she's going to release them on, I think she said Amazon, but I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not, I'm not sure about that because, uh, um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, I can't keep track of some of the things that she has been doing, but, um, her, her, I guess once, uh, piano thing turned into a songwriting thing so that is kind of cool that is cool i will say that yes yeah well you should ask her about that babes like i don't know in a month or two yeah yeah maybe i should yeah maybe you should they well i don't know yeah yes yeah so we had a good saturday night i was at home well well and you i had, you got had to a good hear saturday some night. gossip afterwards which oh, is oh it was it was a fun party um I got to have a really interesting conversation with their neighbor, mm -hmm. with my friend's uh, neighbor who's in her 70s. Really cool lady. She um, doesn't seem like a like an old fogey like mm -hmm. a lot of 70-year-olds do. Yeah. She seemed like, um, you know, her mind was still pretty sharp. We liked a lot of the same music. We agreed on um, a bunch of stuff. And uh oh she, well, 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 I mean, I mean, but you know, when it comes to certain issues, bubs. Okay. Maybe we don't agree on everything, but we agreed on those things. Um, you know, she told me that she grew up in, um, I think she grew up in Virginia. Um, interesting lady. Nice. Really, really, uh, cool, um, lady that was very, very helpful, and um, I met her family. Uh, I I've met her grandma before because she was the one who met who introduced me to her on the bus actually nice. but she probably may not remember um i gotta i gotta tell you a story what's up so um the grandma is very helpful uh oh and i remember um i was eating um some cake and uh she she was looking across the way which i'm surprised she wasn't looking um towards my friend and she was uh, trying to get me to uh, to find the last piece of cake. And I knew where it was. Yeah. It was just, you know, I had to make sure that it was all um, in the middle. And then um, 
her mom quickly replied and said, Oh, no, she knows mom. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I'm thinking, oh, boy, that almost reminds me of my mom. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My mom is very helpful. Yeah. Um, but the grandma didn't talk about spirits or, or demons. <sighs> Bubs. What? Stop it. I love your mom. Stop it. She's a little bit nutty. Ah. Well, she is, and I love So her. are you. Oh. Nutty boy. You're nutty girl? Uh, no, she, she, um, no, she, uh, she didn't talk about that, but she was, she was very helpful. Um, I don't think she needed to be, but you know, that was, I didn't want to be rude to my friend's grandma. Yeah. And her, and she is, she was in her nineties, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is in her nineties. Still alive. Nice. But, and she had to go, she had to go, um, next door to the, to their condo because she was getting tired, so she had to leave the party a little bit early. Uh oh. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm sorry to hear that there. Whoa. That's okay. When I got when I um I got back to their condo because the um our rides were coming to get us, um she was still awake, nice, so nice, you know nice. I got to see her again. Well, but fun. um, it was a good party. The cake was really good, and uh, tonight I'm going to if if uh, if I'm able to. Uh, buy us some sandwiches that we had um, for the party last week. I'm excited about that, babe, because you've been raving about these. I know. I wanted to. I wanted to share it with you. It's good. Nice, nice, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Since I didn't get an invite. No. Yes. But but if she does invite the both of us, will you go with me? Where are we going now? No, if she invites the both of us to something. Yes. Whatever it is, I don't know. Yes, on the condition that you have to bring me up. Oh. Well, how would you do? I mean, I'm already gonna be there. Bubs. What? Really? That's a joke, babes. Yeah. That's a joke. That's a joke. Well, if you bring me up, I might bring you up. No, no, no. You'll be there. You can. I'm sure it would be funny if we get there and she's like, I'm there with you. And she says, how's Rick? He's right here. <laughs> yes. It would be interesting to find out what would happen if the both of us went. Because would she be like ranting and raving yeah. about you while... um. Her guy is there. Uh, 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 it would it would be very strange. Well, good. I I still have to ask her what the deal with that is because, you know, she seemed relatively happy in the relationship she's in. But now I am the bald god, uh, and I don't call him that, by the way. Uh, you should. No. I think if yeah, it's great that you're with a regular man. But if you had a choice to be with a regular <laughs> man or a god, what would you Bugs. choose? What? You're not. What? Stop smiling. Oh. oh. So I, I also, so it was cool that you went to the party. Yes. There was another girl there. Yeah. Oh, why not? Why don't I just tell the story? Okay. So back in the day, this was before I dated my high school girlfriend, like a year earlier. Uh-huh. I was trying to avoid the birthday girl from last weekend at a summer camp for blind kids, right? Uh-huh. And I was hanging out with her friend who also went to the party, and who is also friends with my ex. And you also had the same instructor, right? Yes. Yeah. And the birthday girl back then said, oh, so-and-so thinks you're attractive. And then so-and-so ended up being my high school girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. But this was like a year before then. Yeah. I go home, and I'm thinking about calling her. And the friend who was at the party on Saturday, I wish I could say names, but I don't want to get sued. I don't want to, yeah. That's not good. Called me up 
And she's friends, again, with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And so I said, oh, I heard so-and-so is really into me. And she's like, uh, actually, she's moved on. She's no longer into you. Yeah. And like a year later, I ran into the girl who became my ex-girlfriend. And this was, and she uh, asked to become my girlfriend. Not an ex-girlfriend. But she became an ex-girlfriend later. Anyways. Yeah. So I was under the impression that um the girl who told me that my ex wasn't into me yeah didn't like me as like a person yeah but you kind of said that that's not true it didn't seem like yeah it. i mean maybe she's not like singing my praises like the birthday girl yeah but, but you also said and remember you told me this that you thought that she was attracted to you at one time yeah back in the day yeah this now this is what rick thought rick doesn't know this for sure yeah um, but I, I, I was under the impression since I dated one of her friends that she, that she didn't like me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently she doesn't hate me. It doesn't seem like nice, it. Nice, I mean, nice. it didn't, she didn't say any bad things about you. And you weren't like, Hey, I'm dating Rick. Do you hate his guts? <laughs> no, I never said that. I just, I said my name and I introduced myself as, Oh, I'm Rick's girlfriend. And, yeah. and she put two and two together. Usually when you say something like that, people will put it together. I bubs. <laughs> bubs, really? No, go ahead, babe. You have to have the last word, really. I do. Sorry, go ahead. Mm. I love you. Keep mm. going. Ben, she didn't, there was no hostility or anything. No, 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 no. Uh, it didn't seem like that to me. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, and, you know, and if there was hostility, I didn't notice it, so. Well, good. Yeah. There we go there, Jay Wall. Very good there, Bubbly. Yeah, so yes. so a good time was had by all. It was a mixed bag of uh older people and younger people. Nice. And uh it was it was it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad to hear that thing. And uh her her friend, um and uh the one that, that was there with her husband, yeah, uh brought their dog and the dog is really nice. Nice. Big dog. I think uh he's uh was a black lab. Well, very good. Yes. Yes. Very nice doggy. J-Lo. Yes. I was nervous mm -hmm. about Sunday night, the day after the big party, and your debut is my girlfriend. <laughs> my debut? Your debut, as they say in the Filipino community, <laughs> which you should know, what, what but I'm mean, educated. What do you mean my debut? What are you talking about? In the Filipino community... <laughs> When a, a woman re reaches a certain level of maturity, they have what's called a, de a debut. It, it, when they're 18, yeah. When they're 18. Yeah. And you had yours. Uh, that's um, that's It wasn't my... I, I didn't have a debut. And it's interesting that they call it debut and not debut. Well, that's a Filipino pronunciation of it. Nice. No, I, no, I didn't have a debut. Okay. What are you talking about? Uh, okay. Well, I guess I have that wrong. But you should study your history. So the day after that, and we now, <coughs> and we've established that from here on out, when somebody asks you your preferred pronoun, you're going to say my preferred pronoun is Rick's girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not going to give it. You'll give it as Rick's girlfriend. No, That's I'm not. I'm <laughs> Anyways, the next day, yeah, we had gotten tickets already to see New Kids on the Block. In Vogue. In Vogue, Salt and Peppa, and Rick Astley. Astley, yes. And something, my stomach's doing something weird. Okay, that's okay. They said that it was going to rain that day on the news. Yeah. 
I'm also concerned about how are we going to get inside this thing? You know, how is everybody going to Where's our seat? How is everybody going to get home safely? All that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that too, actually. Yeah. Right before I left, I'm debating, do I go with my big raincoat? Because they say it's going to rain off and on. Mm-hmm. Or do I go with the smaller one? Mm-hmm. I'm very glad I made the correct choice in going with the smaller one. And I'm glad that I made the correct choice because I was going to go with my raincoat, but it was a thinner coat. Mm-hmm. And... um the pockets were smaller, so I decided to go with my red coat. We meet at the Burgerville that's near Moda Center. Yep. Before you got there, I walked around, went down to Moda Center just to make sure that I'm remembering it right because mm-hmm. I'm old. You're not old. I'm old enough to forget things. Uh-oh. Go back there, see you. We go in the Burgerville. The people are nice, but it takes a, a little bit longer for their service, and they yeah. were out of ice cream, or yeah. their ice cream machine wasn't working. The, yeah, they, they weren't able to make shakes. Which is kind of like half the reason you want to go to Burgerville. I know. The food's really good, but... Next time we go there, I'm getting us ice cream. Nice. Yeah. Their milkshakes and ice cream are next level. Yes. Right. We do that, go to the Moda Center. We get there, like, after 6, or right around 6, I think, and the doors don't open until 6.30. We're in line. There's like a group of girls in front of us mm-hmm. and like a mixed crowd right behind it us. It was a big crowd. I was very surprised about, you know, as how packed it was. And they're playing music from the late 80s, early 90s. Some Debbie Gibson, some other stuff. We're dancing around, having a good time. I think there was like a waterfall, right? There's There was one from where we were at. There was one to my right. Yeah. Like maybe 15 yards. Yeah. Finally, the doors open. I'm a little bit concerned because I'm a blind guy. Yeah. And I had not even considered that you could put some like ADA thing on your tickets Uh, when you check out. Yeah. But partially, you remember there was a lot of trouble getting those tickets because of whatever reason. Yes, it was. And I was just glad that we were able to get these. Yeah, you're, oh, you're you're uh, scratching your head right no, now. No, it's, it's I'm, I'm playing with the pillowcase. Oh my goodness, that's going to make some noise. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So, on Thursday night, I reached out to the ticket office, and they said, hey, you can either call the box office before you go, mm-hmm. or when you go there, be at this certain gate. I didn't do either of those things. I don't even know what gate we're at. <laughs> yeah. We get through security... That was that was a different story for me because the guy kept asking you to give me directions, which I'm not sure why he didn't ask me, but it yeah. was a little bit weird. And we have maybe 45 minutes before the show starts, so I'm not nervous, but I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah. I see like an usher. Yes. Or somebody who works there. Yeah. How about said her name? Yeah. But I'm not going to. Yeah, don't. And we go up to her. She takes us to our seats. We find out we are in the very last row. Now, normally, when somebody says that they're in the nosebleeds, they they say it like it's a bad thing. Yeah. In our case, it actually turned out to be quite awesome. It was. Because I like to dance at music venues. Yeah. And I wasn't quite sure how we were going to pull this off. Yep. My first thought was, when we got up to our seats, is I'll have you stand up. Your seat kind of goes into the back. Yep. And I was going to, like, dance with you there. 
Uh-huh. But then people sat down next to you. And I yep. thought that might be weird. So I had you come over to me, but there wasn't a lot of room. Yep. And I realized there's like this walking area behind our seats because we're in the last row. Mm-hmm. And also because of that, it's not like we're going to be obstructing anybody's view if we go to the walking area. Uh-huh. We danced from, I think they hadn't even started the live music or they just started it. Because they had special guests. They were they were DJs. Well, there was KG and Vinrock yep. from Naughty by Nature, but they didn't really. They sung along, but they didn't really like rap any of like the Naughty by Nature songs. Yeah, I think the, because Tretch was on there, and the and the DJ was uh, the one that was uh, spinning the the tunes there. Yeah, and they were really good. I teams. believe it was near. The, it it might have even been before they went on that we. Yes, started it was. Dancing. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, th- that was that was their warm up. I think, yep. which I thought was a really cool warm up. I'm glad that it was a surprise too. It was a surprise because when they said, uh, "You may know us from a group called Naughty by Nature," I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. And they, they, they put on a really good uh, warm-up show. That was great. The One of the few complaints I have about the show is between the warm-up and when new kids hit the stage. I know. There was a little bit of a dip. Yeah, and there was a little bit of a dip, and then they were showing, like, this, um, I don't know if it was, like, a promotional. There was Part of it was, like, promotional for the Mixtape 2 tour. Yeah. But I think there was also, like, some reality stuff going on. Something not, like that. I'm not sure what that is. Um I don't know what that was. And then they were playing some music. But the, when they finally came out, everybody was... It's crazy. Yeah. Early on in the night, they said, put your lights up. Or your cell phones. I no, don't that, was, that was during Rick Astley's set. Oh, but that was still early on, though. It was during the show, yes. That but, was when he was singing um, Cry for Help. Because okay. he was like, oh, but turn what, your phone. What I'm trying to say is that was early on, though. And, okay. Yes. And I have no vision of my right eye. From where we're standing... Yep. I was kind of facing you to my left. Yeah. And like a minute later, I look over. Because we're at basically the top of the Moto Center, I see this big wall of lights across from us. And it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, Rick Astley, I think, was the one who asked again um, to turn on your phones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. Everybody was I don't know how far um how far down you could see everybody because I didn't know if they were dancing. There was a lot of girls that were singing along. Um, but but it was a, it was a good good show. We danced until the middle of the second to last song. First of all, everybody did the hits. Yep. The order was a little bit different than I thought it was going to be. I was convinced that Salt and Peppa were going to come out to push it, mm-hmm. but that turned out to be like one of their last songs. Yep. And for a while, I'm thinking, oh, that's so weird that they didn't do it. And then, what are you doing with your hands? Oh, I'm just, just tapping my hands. Sorry. I'm trying to make extra noise. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. I still love you. Mm-mm. Okay. But they put on a great performance. So did In Vogue was excellent. In Vogue was really good. They still sat. Everybody's voices were top notch. I think Rick Ashley did like one song twice. He did one song twice. What, what was it? Was it Never, Never Gonna, Gonna Give You Up? Yeah. He did another uh, another three songs, but but his set was really good. It I, was. I I thought he um he sounded a little bit different from when he uh, was a younger man, um but he he sounded like he was having a really good time as much as the other ones were. And I and um I think I don't know what the name of the song is, but they did a song together, all the four artists, mm-hmm. and I like that they were all featured on the song. 
I think it might have been called uh it might have been called uh, Bring Back the Time. Yeah. What I also liked about the show too was when uh, one of the new kids say, uh, I know it was fun growing up together, but you're going to enjoy growing old together. And then they were doing, um, uh, you know, girls just want to have fun, um, some other stuff. I, I thought it was great. It was Something awesome. Like we only really got interrupted a couple of times from where we were dancing. Like a couple of people passed by us. The usher who helped us in came to us twice. Yes. But it wasn't for very long. And she didn't say, get off the stage. She was just basically saying, hey, do you guys want help at the end of the show? We can find you some better seats if you want. These are the perfect seats because we couldn't have danced otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And if we were closer to the stage, it would have been pretty crowded, I think. Well, it's more that we couldn't have danced. And we, could, we wouldn't have had any room. Would yet. have bothered me. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was an amazing show. Two it and a half hours was. of great music. And and it was not and the it new was, kids on the block. Hey, no, they were actually really good. As much as I want to clown on them, they did an awesome set. It was an it was a nonstop two and a half. I think it was I think it was a little bit after three hours, but um, I mean there were no breaks in between, and uh, it was great. It was great. I it was close to three hours for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I think the show officially started at seven thirty, and we got outside. Maybe ten fifteen. No, it was after ten thirty. Oh, it was after ten thirty when yeah. we got when we got outside. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So it was at least three hours. Nice. Yeah, but it was it was it was well worth it. Well worth it. My legs hurt a little bit the next day, but that's a good sign. Yep. We. I so I wasn't sure where to catch a lift. Mm -hmm. Luckily. Uh, the lady who helped us put us near the Memorial Coliseum. Uh, she was great. She yeah. was such a nice lady. And we were able to order one. You see how I do it. Because I knew that there was going to be a lot of people yeah. and all that stuff. So I, when we're in the Burgerville waiting for our food, I wrote a note and I ran it past Alana because we were ordering it under Alana's name. And I basically said, hi, I'm blind, uh, but I'm going to be wearing a red coat. And my boyfriend, and I'm the boyfriend. My, I would hope that you were. My boyfriend has on a green coat. You know, we're both blind, so all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then because of that, the guy came up to us, got in his car. Now, it took him a little while, but that was to be expected. Mm -hmm. And he did a good job <coughs> in getting us to her location. Alana was not uh, attacked physically by him or anything No, like he that. was very quiet. Yep. Um, he forgot that I couldn't see him, so he was motioning to where um, the building was. And I'm like, I don't understand what you Now, by this time, I had been dropped at home because Alana's mom was staying over here. And as far as she knows, I I haven't stayed over at Alana's mm. place at all. Mm. You know. And that's what you get when you open a cost. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why I had to mention that. But anyway. So I wasn't in the car when that happened. He wasn't in the car. I got out of the car and I said, could you, could you show me where you, where it is um, in relation to the car? Because he was pointing and I don't see it. I don't understand it when people point. <laughs> so, um, but eventually I, I found it and I got in by 11 and that was that. It was an awesome night. Couldn't have gone any better. Well, if you got in by 11, then the show must have ended at like a little bit after 10 because we were waiting, excuse me, for a while. For the pickup. Was it after 11? It was It was, It was. was well into 11. I can't remember. Okay, because you said 11. Um, well, I mean, that was a... Because I thought I got home after 11. 
Yes, you did. Okay. But I got home. I think I got no. I take that back. I got I got home. I think closer to eleven thirty. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was an amazing night. Great show. Yeah. Now I, I uh, mean, now I can say that I actually saw them, and it, it took like thirty plus years later. But yeah. it was. <laughs> and you didn't want to say that last weekend. Well, I, I had to kind of coerce you. Uh, no, it wasn't a coercion. It wasn't like you better go or else. You know. No. No, 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 no. I, I was thinking, oh, I don't know. It's kind of, a, you know, late in the evening. But then I thought, wait a minute. If we get these tickets, they're probably going to be the best, um, uh, you know, the cheapest cost we can get them for the concert. Mm-hmm. And it actually might be worth it because one of the groups I've been wanting to see for a really long time. And when are they going to come back in town into town all four of them yes so it, it was li- it literally felt like we were going back in time again and i really enjoyed it so what are you doing with your hand i'm scratching oh quiet. i'm just saying because that's gonna make noise i'm sorry that's okay babes okay. i just want to make you aware of that i know okay okay yesterday yeah. i meet up with some friends at almsy mm-hmm. and we walked into selwood mm-hmm. okay and we get some pizza. Uh-huh. This was with my, my friend who used to be a Mormon and another friend of mine. The one that's um, going to leave again? Yes. Oh. 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 Anyways, <sighs> the reason I <clears throat> bring that up to you, as we're eating our pizza, I overhear the cashier who helped us say something like, Oh, we went to the New Kids on the Block tour on Sunday, and it was a, a long show, but it was really good. But we were tired afterwards. Oh, the cashier said that. Yeah. yeah. She said we saw New Kids on the Block, In Vogue, and salt and Peppa, And I almost said something Rick to Ashley, her. Yeah. Like, I was at that concert, but yep. I, I didn't do it. You should have. I should have. But it was you still really have. cool, though. Yeah. And it was funny because, I, I should mention this, before you met me at the Burgerville. Yeah. I think the lady that was dropped off before me was, she was dropped off at the Moda Center and she commented to the bus driver. She's like, I get to see my favorite group in concert, in concert tonight. And he's like, oh, who is that? I said, he, she said, new kids on the block. I said, I'm going to the same concert too. Nice. And, um, but she was probably somewhere like in another row. I don't know. I don't even know what her name is. How old was she, do you think? I'm guessing she was probably older than me. Do you think she was a little bit special if they were her favorite group? No. But what? No, I don't think. Maybe not to. Maybe in general they are. Okay. Bubs. What? Really? They were my sister's favorite group when she was 12. Yeah, I know. But, you know, maybe she meant in general. Oh. Like that was her favorite group when she was growing up. I'll say that I'll I'll go see the kids performer Rafi, and I'll say I'm going to see my favorite artist in concert tonight. <laughs> Who is it, Rafi? <laughs> Rafi Rafi sings uh, children's songs. But... Yes, but you know they're for little kids too. The uh, new kids. I don't. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's the stuff that uh, I as a as a young child would listen to a lot. Yes. That's a uh, one of the very first uh, boy bands. Even though they didn't have Robert Forster or Pamela Greer, they still did Didn't I Blow Your Mind. Not the best version, but, you know, credit to them for trying. I will say, and I was singing along to it. I ain't going to lie. I was definitely singing along to that song. I will say this. Yes. 
they sang it better than what they did in the studio recording. Nice. Because um, I and I remember when I when I was listening to this song, and my uncle was like, "Oh, the Delphonics did this song. I did a better job." And I didn't yes. realize that the, the Delphonics did the original. And when I heard the Delphonics version, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is better." I don't think you heard their vis- their version until we watched uh, Jackie Brown. No, I heard it before. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes, I did. Nice. Yes, I did. I heard it before. Uh, before Jackie Brown. And uh, that, of course, is the best version. Yep. Um, but, you know, they did a better live uh, version of it, um, even better than the version I heard on the radio. They did do a pretty good live version. I didn't even know that that was a radio hit for them. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's one of the best scenes in that movie, too. At least one of my favorite scenes. I forgot. Yes. I forgot to tell you, What's there up? was one song they did called Please Don't Go Girl, and it was um, one of their f- their um, biggest hits. Okay. And uh, can I can I say one of the new kids' names? Yeah, they're celebrities. Go ahead. They're celebrities. Yeah. Joey McIntyre, the one I had a crush on way back in the day. Reba's son. No. Okay, go ahead. No, it's spelled differently, Bubs. Okay, keep going, Bubs. Um, I think it's the Mac and Taya's of Boston. Okay. Anyway, um, spelled differently. But um, I understand why you would think that. Oh. Anyway, um, so he was like, uh, you know, I've been seeing this song for 35 years. And I think that I'd like for you all to sing it to me. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sing it because I didn't know the lyrics. But I think J-Lo here uh, dropped a verse. Um. Yeah, I was singing. I was, I was, I was singing along with the girls. Nice. Um, so I, I did do a little bit of singing, which is out of my element because I'm not really much of a singer. But when you got like a whole room full of women singing along to their songs, it's kind of hard to avoid it. You kind of got to go with it if you know the words. <laughs> yeah, and then when when Salt and Peppa got up and they did um, Shoop. Yeah. Um, what a man! What a man was a great performance, yep. and they did shoot. I just found myself rapping along to it. I'm like, oh, this is great, and I just uh, I let go for a few hours. That's great. Yes, I had I had an awesome time. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. Oh, somebody's running like a tractor outside. Ah, <sighs> annoying. That's yeah. okay. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was the better concert? The one we saw on Sunday or the Billy Joel concert that you also saw at the Moda Center? Okay. Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joel was a great concert to start with. Okay. Okay. But because I got to dance and there were more people there. Yeah. This was the best. Nice. This was the best. And it was more than one artist. And I liked all of them. So, and, and it was like nonstop dance music. Yeah. Is this the best concert you've ever been to or one of the Generally best? speaking, it's one of the best. Okay. Yeah. It is one of the best concert concerts, but experientially it was the best one so far. I say, yeah, to me. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't exclude. That doesn't also exclude the, the Blues Fest because that was great too. Yeah. But there was something about this concert, even though we weren't close to the stage, it's. It's like they were coming to our our city to see us, and um, it's like it was to me. It was like a once in a lifetime experience. I'll never. I don't know if I'll ever experience that kind of a concert again. I agree with you because even though I'm not a new kids on the block fan, they did do well, and I really do enjoy In Vogue and Salt and Peppa. 
And I like the little twist with the members of Naughty by Nature. I'm glad I didn't know that going in. Yeah. To me, I'd say I liked seeing Vintage Trouble and St. Paul and the Broken Bones and Southern Avenue at the they Blues great, Festival. Yeah. And I put the, I know we saw more acts, but they were like yeah. the three last acts of the night. Yes. I like that a little bit more. But as far as overall experience from beginning to end of the evening, I'd give this one the heads up. So the music I like more (laughs) at the Blues Festival, but the overall experience I would give it to the New Kids on the Block show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would say that too. I mean, I I like it all, but Mm -hmm. um, but experientially, um, counting all the the few concerts I've been to, this one was best for me. Yes, yes. We get home and... This is another area where you and I are a little bit different. If something like that goes on, I can't go to bed immediately. I have to kind of like let my body settle down yeah. where you can go straight to bed. Immediately. I was exhausted, but then I, and I, and I was so exhausted that you, you wanted me to dance with you at where the drum circle was. In my, when we're waiting for the lift. And I was just, I wasn't in the mood and I should have done that actually, yeah. but. You're like, not now, Bob. Yeah, we're done for the well, I did. I was a little bit yeah, tired. Let me wait in peace, Bobs. What? Let yeah, me wait in peace, Bobs. <laughs> you can speak of your spoken to Bobs. What? Why was it like that? You were a little bit snippy, though. A little bit, but I was. I was just a little bit tired. I did apologize, though. Well, good. Would you? Would you give? Would you give that? Give I, me credit for apologizing. I, at least? I do not remember that, but I will accept your apology. And I give you credit there. No, I did. I was, I was very, I was even, a little bit tired. Even though I'm not a master card, I'll give you some credit. Oh. I go home. Yeah. And I listen to, there was a new episode of Kyle and Corin, which was pretty good. Like, Corin talked about how he recently played basketball with Justin Bieber. What? Yeah. He was working out at some gym. He lives in Illinois near Chicago. Uh-huh. And I guess Bieber was doing a show there. Goes into the gym. They play against him. And then Justin Bieber gave him tickets. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And he was talking about how, I guess, Justin Bieber is so famous uh-huh. that when Corin went to the show, yeah, somebody recognized him. And not from the podcast, but because... He had taken some picture with Justin Bieber earlier that day, and it was oh. on some fans. Oh wow! Yeah, but 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 they but he said that they they played a friendly game of basketball. Uh huh. And he said that Justin Bieber seemed like a reasonably nice person. Like he was asking him, "What is your favorite country to be in?" And Justin Bieber said, "Like Japan." And, oh wow! And he was also saying when he was leaving the basketball court, some like twelve year old girls had figured out where Justin Bieber was going to be playing basketball. Uh-huh. So they came and started asking Corin all these questions about him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So he left before the 12-year-old girls uh, asked him questions. Justin Bieber did, yeah. Oh, wow. And the, But the other interesting thing was yeah. uh, Kyle was watching a biography yeah. on the A&E really? uh, yep, about Bobby Brown. Oh, wow. And he said that it was interesting, and he said that Bobby Brown used to do crazy stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm expecting Kyle to talk about, like, sexual stuff, right? That yeah, Bobby because Brown... it didn't, it seemed like he he got into a lot of, like, a lot of stuff with women, so. Yeah, but he said that, according to the documentary, so this is, like, third hand or whatever, mm-hmm. that Bobby Brown would go to a, sh- uh, a city to do, you know, shows back in mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And if he saw somebody driving a car that he thought looked good, Bobby Brown would pull them over and give them $50,000 for the car, drive it for a day, and just leave it at the airport. Wow. 
And it's crazy. Like one time Bobby Brown is in this mall in some jewelry store and one of the employees is being rude to a customer. I think it was a jewelry store or a clothing store. So Bobby Brown bought the store, gave it to the customer, and the customer got to fire the lady who was rude to her. Uh, which I thought was a very bizarre story. That is bizarre. Yeah, and then the <laughs> other one that he said was uh, apparently like back in the day, like late 80s, early 90s, Bobby Brown was making so much money that he decided to see if he could spend a million dollars in one day. Wow. Yeah. So that was pretty interesting, babes. That is crazy. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, a very interesting weekend we had last. Yeah, it was It was a really oh, fun... The weekend. Yes, it was It was a really fun weekend for the both of us. Yes. Um. And it was crazy, too, because I wasn't sure... <clears throat> I wasn't sure how my mom was going to feel because she came in on the uh, 3rd mm-hmm. on Friday and I said uh, I have a party the next night and I have a concert the next night are you going to be okay she was fine yes. so I was glad that, that she was okay and she didn't feel like she didn't feel lonely but uh, um, yes but she she was good well good and she's out of town now right and that's what counts oh my goodness oh oh you say sorry why because you're not nice. Oh, that's not nice, babes. Hey, you're the one who said okay, it. Okay, but that's not nice. Okay. You're the one okay, who said it. Give me a kiss because that's not nice. Why? You said that's it. Not nice. go, you said it. Yeah, but that's not nice. So give me a kiss. Mm. 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 Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Okay? Yes. Okay. J-Lo. Yes? I finished the Lyndon Johnson four-part biography. Already? Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that there is a fifth part, which may or may not come out, but where we are right now is he's about to start running for president in 1964. Yeah. And he got some, uh, you know, civil rights legislation passed. Uh, he kept on JFK's old staff, even though there were some issues. So it was pretty good. Oh, wow. And I'm wondering, have you read anything since the last time we talked? Have you finished Um, one day? No, I told you I haven't. Well, you didn't tell me that here. I, okay, I t- I'm telling you that again. Okay. <laughs> I told you that this morning. Um, it was crazy. I was gonna, I was gonna get back into it on Wednesday, and I had a lot of things to do on Wednesday, and also because my mom left, and then I uh, did some things on Thursday as far as like getting um, things I had to get done. Yeah. And so, um, I think either today or tomorrow, I'm going to get back into it. What are we going to do a wee now after this or no? What time is it now? It is one fifty-five. Is it really? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was later than that. Yes, we can do a reading hour or at least for 30 minutes to an hour. Nice. Yeah, I was, I was going to get back into it. Um... It's getting really good. I'm reading a story about the the uh, uh, the murder of Kara Knott. That's a really cool story. It I mean, it's so not cool sad. that it happened, but it's a really interesting. Story. I mean, Todd Thrain was a crazy story. Yeah. The the one about Todd Thrain was crazy. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm interested to find out what they find out about who killed her. I think it it it. Uh, 
the detective said she might have been thrown off of a tower or something. I cannot wait to talk to you about this in a little more than a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, um, yeah, it's really sad. Some of the stories, and I like that the stories are not very long either. Yeah, me too. But it's sad. A lot of them are really sad. Mm -hmm. The one with the heart was amazing. Yes, yes. But I found it very hard to believe. Like the woman said, well, you know, I didn't think of this heart as a murderer's heart. I thought of it as this guy loved uh, somebody so much that that couldn't have been, that was more of a loving heart than a, which I don't know if I think of it that way. Nice. (laughs) But, but the murderer actually did something good after he was dead. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Very good, babes. Very good. Yeah. Babes, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Any dreams? Um, let me think. Did I talk to you about a dream lately? I thought you did, but if you, I don't remember for sure. Do you remember a little bit about no, it? No, I just said I don't remember. Let me think. Um, did I mention the dream about the park? I think I did. I think you did. Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, I, I, think I can't think of anything. Maybe we should kiss and wrap this up. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh. Bubs. Stop distracting me oh, with a noise. Give me a kiss. You stop it or I'll bite your noise. Oh, what else? Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Last chance, babes. Anything else you want to say? Um, I don't think so. All right. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, let me go to the... I'll be right back.